Welcome to the Trap Shooters United podcast. I am your host and owner, Joe Brumfield. I created this to help share, showcase, and support this amazing sport by talking to shooters, vendors, parents, and companies. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Trap Shooters United or like us on Facebook. Welcome to episode eight of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Joining me today is a three-time Lady One All-American and Arizona's first lady in history to win the Arizona State High overall. Sophie Nostrum, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. How's the weather over in Arizona right now? Um, pretty good. The high 70s and it's been raining all day, so I'm loving it. Perfect. Now, this year you finished 7th on the Lady One uh, All-American First Team. Can you kind of give us a recap of how your year went? Yeah, so um, I started off with the... Nevada State shoot in, let's see, uh, October last year, and I kicked it off there, and right out of the get-go, I popped 100 in singles, so I was like, hoping this was going to be a good season, and then from there, kind of rolled around to Autumn Grand, and uh, I hit a couple milestones, I made the 27, and then I got my 200, Um, so there was some good stuff, and I got like a total of 11 more 100 straights this season, so I kind of kept it going. Perfect. Now, in your opinion, so you hit you hit your two hundred and your twenty seven yard line, same same shooting year. Which yes. one was harder? Oh, you know that's hard to say. Um, the twenty seven, I think, was definitely the hardest because it was such a mental block for me. Because I'm like, oh, it's one more yard. But in reality, it was just like the twenty six, pretty much. Um, now that I'm back there, it's kind of a whole different world. But. Um, the 200 was at Kansas, and I honestly, going into that last post, it was probably one of the easiest hundreds on both I've gotten, just because everything was falling into place. I was in the zone. So that one kind of came, um, like fell into my hand, but I think the 27 was definitely the hardest. Now, did you get stuck on any particular yardage for a long time? Yes. Uh, the 24 and a half. I was almost there for a year, and it was, oh, it was a struggle bus. I could not, I could not drive that thing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> So how did your uh, how did you end up at the Grand this year? Um, pretty good. I got I ended up with like a ninety nine singles average throughout the whole thing, and I kept everything pretty consistent. Um, caps was kind of up and down, but I figured it out. And doubles was pretty good towards the end. It picked it up a little bit. I was just having a little trouble with timing and stuff, but other than that, it was a pretty good Grand. Now, do you have a certain bank that you always like to shoot on, or do you kind of mix it up a little bit at at the Grand? Um, ooh. Well, I can really shoot anything. I don't really mind. But I think we were on – I was on 17 to about 15, trip, like 17A, 15A, somewhere in there. Yep. And those, that was about where I shot, and those were probably some really good targets. So I think those are my, probably my favorite. Yeah, that's I, I shot around there as well, 14, 14 through 18 area. Yeah. Um, Arizona's only high overall champion, um, as a female, you're the first one to do mm-hmm. it. Kind of give us, um, an idea of how hard is it to actually win in high overall for an entire so, shoot? Oof. It's kind of a, it was definitely a struggle, um, coming together with it because it's all the events coming together ever since the very first day. So, to get, you know, the place in the event in the first place, you know, that's one thing. And HAA is one thing, you know, it's the championship. But HOA is really just, if it's really just who showed up that week, if it's like good or bad. Um, but it was 
it can be hard depending on where you're at, who you are, but um trying to think. It was harder, but I think the good thing was is I've shot there before, for definitely for sure. And I knew the targets and the rounds and everything and how everything operated. So I think that was definitely in my favor just because it was my home state. Um, however, the competition that showed up was tough. I will tell you that. I had some ladies in state um, that was making it a real run for my money. But it was kind of uh, teetering pretty much. Now, did you have an idea? Were you, were you tracking it through the whole you- through the whole week, or were you just kind of shooting and then not worrying about it? I was shooting, not worry about it. I was just having really fun because I had some friends there. And so I was in kind of my own little world, and I was having fun. Um, so at the end, when I finally came together and I got the belt buckle and everything, I was like, oh, wow, that really happened. I just didn't really think <laughs> it would be me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, thank you. Um, so tell us, how, how did you get started shooting? Because you've only been shooting for since about 2016, I believe. Yes, yeah. Um, my dad got, he was a pretty big shooter back in like 19, um, 98 to about 1999. He was in there and he quit for a little bit and then he started getting back into it around 2016, 2017. And, uh, he was like, he always take me to shoots and stuff. And eventually I just got really tired and it was like watching paint dry. And I'm just like, give, just give me a gun because I'm kind of sick just watching it. And my grandpa brought a, uh, a little semi-auto and I got started ever since then. So what was, what was the semi-auto? It was a Beretta. Beretta? 20. Yeah. And what's been, what's been kind of your uh, gun progression since then? What what were the next steps from there? Um, it, like the next type of guns? Yeah. Um, it went from, let's see, the semi-auto and then I went to a BT-99 for a little bit and then I went to a Browning Satori and then from there, I went to a Caesar Green Summit, and then I started getting into Bunker Olympic, and then I got a Prazi MX-3 Special, and I kind of Frankenstein that thing together with a TSK and different barrels. <laughs> and then from there, I went to a Kriegoff, and I've loved mine ever since. You shooting a K-80 now? I do, yes, Trap yeah. Special. Gotcha. And now, did you take any clinics um, kind of along the way? Um, not really. I had some pointers here and there. My dad pretty much has been my coach the whole way through. Um, and then I've gotten a couple pointers from Ricky Marshall, but that's really about it. That's a pretty good guy to get a, get some pointers from. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, so you, you're shooting the K80 now. What, um, what chokes and ammo are you shooting? Um, I shoot 1145s for singles and both shot at doubles and then 1200s for, uh, caps, and then I shoot a ooh a mod for singles, improved mod for caps, and light mod, improved mod for doubles. Okay, any particular yeah. um, brand that you like as far as ammo goes, or what, whatever is the cheapest, or, or pretty much whatever, whatever goes bang this season. <laughs> I'll, I'll take <laughs> anything you can get a hold of. Honestly, yeah, as long as you have to throw rocks, we're good. So being in Arizona right now, a lot of folks are telling me that Tucson is one of their favorite places to shoot. Is that your favorite place yeah. to shoot or do you have another place? Um, here in the Grand, for sure. I've shot in Tucson for probably the past five years, whether it was through youth or spring and autumn Grands. And this is definitely one of the nicest ranges I've been to in the country. 
Now, for those traveling, do you recommend the autumn grand or the spring grand? I would say definitely autumn. That's what everybody sure. says. <laughs> yeah, definitely autumn. I think the temp- from what everyone else says, pretty much I go along with um, the weather and stuff. It's not like, you know, bipolar won't smack you in the face with some snow, but it's pretty, I think it's definitely more consistent up for autumn. Gotcha. And another win for the autumn grand. Um, who's been your biggest uh, inspiration or mentor, um, in regards to shooting? Definitely my dad. He has been there for everything. And, um, he's (laughs) me and him always go for competition and he's always pushed me to be my best. And, you know, he's always out there helping me and stuff. So he's definitely someone I look up to. I'm always trying to impress him and stuff. (laughs) Perfect. Now, when you guys are out traveling, how do you guys, Travel. Do you have a camper? Do you stay in hotels, Airbnbs? It's usually a camper, um, but this last season, uh, my dad kind of shipped me off with some of our good friends, like uh, the Malcolms. They took me in, and we kind of went from shoot to shoot with Airbnbs. Okay. So they took me around, and we kind of stayed in those. But for the Grand and um, Vegas currently coming up in autumn, we have our camper. Gotcha. Yes. Um, who is your favorite person to watch shoot? Oh, that's a good question. I'm I'm a big watcher. I'm the creepy guy that will stand in the back and like pick out people that I want to watch like throughout the week or whatever. So I always oh, find it yeah. interesting like who who everybody else watches. 100%. Um oh, you know the first one that comes to mind is Anna Ra. She Yep. Um she has this whole thing when she shoots that she's so smooth to it and then when she pops it like the whole thing is just a really smooth movement. Like I could watch her all day long. I think I mentioned that to her before, but it's like one whole robotic movement. It's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll have to, I'm sure she'll, she'll be listening to this and, and, and like that. Um, <laughs> favorite accomplishment so far. My 200. 200. Definitely my 200. Yeah. Cause it was just like a step up to the, uh, step up for the grand slam. It's like, okay, I got one done. I know I got like two more to go. We can be good. Now I was, I was, I was creeping your, um, shoot ATA earlier and you've mm-hmm. had three ninety nines in doubles, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how, how far have you, have you made it in doubles? Like were you like 80 something straight or 90 something straight or were they all early? I, I was 96 straight at the oh. grand. I know of Missouri of 2020. <laughs> and, I was shooting with my dad, my mom, my brother, and one of our good friends, AJ Lawson. And I, uh, the mic didn't work. And so I think I screamed at it probably around 20 times. And then one finally came out and I smacked the first one and I just got run to the second one. And I, oh, that, oh, you want to hear the best part was the scorekeeper called it as a dead pair. And so oh, I was wow. like, no, it's a dead loss. Had and that was probably, the, oh, one of the, like, painfulest moments i've had <laughs> well you're gonna get it this year yes I, absolutely I promise, I promise you you're gonna get it this year <laughs> thank you um shooting goals obviously the 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 grand slam is obviously a shooting goal what are some other yeah. shooting goals that you have um if i can get my name out there a little bit more that would be a great shooting goal um I definitely think along with the Grand Slam, if my dad was there for one of the legs or yeah. something like that, because at the 200, I was at Kansas State shoot and he wasn't there, nor was any of my family. So um, 
I know he's been dying to see it, so if I can ever get some when he's right there, it'd be great. Awesome. Uh, what's yeah. your schedule looking like for 2023? Um, I'm going to uh, Nevada State shoot in Vegas in probably a couple weeks. Autumn Grand, probably hit the Spring Grand. Um, definitely Arizona again, and kind of just wing it from there and just see whatever looks great, and then we'll go. Awesome. Now, are you are you in school right now? Or are you, I am. Are you yes. Working? Yeah, I'm a junior in high school. Okay, so you're. Yep. So you're probably, you're what, 17 and 18? Yes, just turned 17, just yeah. Just turned 17, gotcha. So how's yeah. your school year going so far? It's going good. Um, Definitely, I agree when people say junior year is your hardest. I got some, ooh, I got some classes that are just like breaking my arm. But other than that, it's pretty good. Teachers are understanding about schedules, and if I have to leave, they're pretty good about that. So doing good. So if you have to leave, you know, take off a week or whatever for a shoot, do you just get all your homework in advance and, and knock it out at the shoot or how does that work? So the other schools that I went to back in Washington would just give me stuff. Um, however, now that everything is pretty much online, as long as I'm logged into classes, I can just look in there and see what's assigned and pretty much do it. But um, the problem is some of the teachers do not post everything. So I have to come back kind of like blind and they'll give me stuff, but I, then that just gives me work, more work to like catch up on. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of your stuff, do you, do you go to school then five days a week like normal or do you, is your schedule for school like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you have some like stay home days where you just do it all like e-learning or how's that working for you? Um, I just do five days a week. I just do normal. Um, when it comes to shooting though, I probably, I take a break in between each day and then knock it out more on some days more than others. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. We, we have some weird stuff here in Indiana with, with schools. Um, my kids have a late start Wednesday. So every Wednesday they start a half hour later. Oh, is, is that a jealous. thing in, in Arizona too? Or is that just in Indiana? No, we, oh, you know, we actually have a kind of a year round school because okay. we start, we start July 23rd and oh, then wow. go away. Yeah. And then go all the way until like late May. So we really only have about a month and a half of summer. But um, the bad part is it's kind of good and bad. Like right now I'm on a two-week break. And every break, like, you know, whether it's spring, winter, fall, it's it's just a random two-week break. Um, so that kind of takes it out of the summer. But we don't have any late starts or um, get-outs, which kind of was kind of a pain in the butt. So July, 20, July 23rd, that really messes up the whole grand schedule. Yeah, it does. I it um. Go ahead. <laughs> did, did you take off for the whole two weeks or were you at the grand for one week or how'd that work for you? So I went the whole two weeks, but what I did was I just unenrolled for the first like month or three weeks of school because my counselors were pretty encouraging about they're like just unenroll and you can come back and everything and you'll be good to go and you won't have to make up a lot of work. But um, turns out that was pretty much the opposite. So <laughs> I just took off the first three weeks. And the only thing that helped me with that was um, not racking up my absences. So I have like the rest of the year so I can cruise yeah. through, not have as much. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. unenroll in school, shoot, and then re-enroll. Gotcha. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, I got, this question is going to put you on the spot a little bit. Um, okay. If you could change one rule in the ATA right now, what would it be? Your ATA president. 
for one day. You know, I think there's a thing in the rule book where it's like you can only, um, it's not clear if you can see like two targets if you're a score keep if you're um, squad leader or not. Uh, I just wish I think I wish that was more clear because some people can only throw one or two or I'm not exactly sure on the specifics of it, but um, I wish it was more clear that you could like see two or more. Just because, you know, it's it could be inconsistent. It's a machine. You can't expect much all the time. But just uh, if the weather's bad or something, you can get like a like a double, you know, you can see it and make sure like, oh, okay, it's good. Yep. Totally understand. Because there, there's a lot of folks who, who question, am I allowed to, you know, call for one or two? Especially in doubles. Right. I, I think a couple pairs in doubles is is definitely an added benefit, especially for the Absolutely. leadoff person, because it's like you don't really get to see anything. You know, except except that one time. What That's about? how TA is. <laughs> oh, really? It's a yeah. It's a different thing. Um, you, it's more. You know, when I was in Washington, I shot sometimes, but like every post, that would actually probably be one of mine. Um, every post you can see a pair before you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. I was. Yeah. My thing is, I would like. Um, I would like to see handicap doubles. Yeah, oh, that be would be a, fun. Be a thing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I suck at doubles, but you know, I think it, <laughs> I think it would be fun to just kind of you know whether it's you know they make it all the way to the twenty seven or the twenty or you know whatever. I think that'd be a mm-hmm. cool thing. Yeah. Oh, I'd totally do that and probably eat my lunch, but I'd be down for it. <laughs> now, have you have you had a chance to be on the the blue or gray teams for the for the grand at all? I haven't. No. Have you Have you watched them shoot off? Yes, yeah. Um, I had a couple of my friends that were in there this year, and it was, it looks like a tons of fun. Yeah, I was talking to some people that that were shot off in it, and they were like, "Yeah, it's awesome. It's hard, but it's yeah. awesome." I know. It's just got to be fun with people, you know, just doing stuff for fun. All right, I got. Um, this is another t- another tough question for you. Mount Rushmore of female shooters. So, if you had to pick four of the the top or the best all time. Female shooters, who would they be? Stacy Rehor, um, Deborah Oa. Who else? I'm trying to think who intimidates me a lot when I go to shoot. <laughs> um, Rayleigh Bishop, she's coming along. She would definitely be on there. And shoot, I don't know. Probably Shelby Skaggs. Okay. She. She's oof! All those guys—they just—they make me shake. <laughs> now, have you been in a shootout with any of them? Um, I don't think I have. No. Well, this year at the Grand for the Clay Target Championship, maybe maybe you'll get into a shootout. I know I, that'd be awesome. I'd love to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last question here for you, then I'll let you go. Um, number one advice that you would give to a new shooter. Gun fit for absolutely sure. Um, make sure you get the right gun fit going because that could honestly change your whole view on the whole sport. Um, because if you get smacked or something and you fall back or, you know, you just have a bad experience with it, that could just change it. And you might not want to get into it. So I would say definitely gun fit, get your face into it and um, definitely have a strong mind for this game because it's a very big mental game. So 
you know, kind of got to be head on with stuff and you can't let stuff get in your head. Thank you so much, Sophie, for taking the time to join us today. Shout out to AJ Supplies for supporting the show. Reach out to AJ Supplies for all your ammo reloading needs by calling 419-583-7133 or messaging them on Facebook. That's a wrap on this episode of the Trap Shooters United podcast. Thank you all for listening so much. Your support is greatly appreciated. See you all out on the trap line.